0: So uh, what's up everyone? Today I'm joined by...
1: Daniel Norris. Uh, that's me. Thank you. Fantastic.
0: Daniel, please tell us, uh, what do you do and what are you all about?
1: So what do I do? I'm working at university right now in uh, Tokyo area and sort of I'm known for yoga in Tokyo uh, besides the job. And that's kind of what I'm doing uh, when I'm not working at university and just been trying to build the community, um, improve my own skill, work with people, meet, meet people through acroyoga, And that's pretty much where I'm spending most of my time.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Outstanding. So I know you from Sogo, Japan. So Suns out, guns out uh, the fitness community. And uh, about two years ago, you were running the. It was the Thursday jam uh, in Yoyogi, and you were running that with uh, Simon. And Simon is Tokyo Acro Yoga uh, on Instagram. So when I first saw these yep. things, I'm like, wow, these guys are about um, acro yoga. And for someone uh, who doesn't know what acro yoga is, let's start there. Um, how what what would you call acro yoga?
1: Uh, well, the definition is going to vary depending on who you ask. But to give uh, a kind of simple answer, um, acro yoga is essentially acrobatics and yoga. Okay. Um, now, it's in my opinion, it's not easy to give one definition that uh, will will sort of equal acro yoga to all people because there's many different uh, sort of uh, approaches and, and focuses within acroyoga so uh on one hand acroyoga you might have people who do this as uh, basically partner yoga with a little bit more uh, advanced sort of uh, movements and and poses and things like that Mm. Um, whereas on the other side you have some people who do acroyoga with more of an acrobatics focus Mm. or let's say people who come from cheer mm. and they're doing more of a standing acrobatics and people uh you know who come from a gymnastics background who are doing more dynamic things so uh, you know one of the easiest ways to understand what is acroyoga is by simply searching for it you know mm. looking at some photos some videos and that gives nice. uh, a better idea of it okay it's, it's how you know how what i would say
0: i, I like that idea i just so happen to have some photos of a very interesting Instagram profile now, with uh, acro ah, yoga uh, nice. happening. So, for someone who's never seen it before, the the, uh, the if I could call it an art form or a lifestyle, is it, it involves a base, so somebody lifting, and it involves a flyer, someone being lifted, and if you've got more people, we always need a spotter, someone there to catch us uh, when we fall. I, I also like the terminology; it's got its own, um, it's got its own little rules, uh, almost like Fight Club, but you can talk about it. And I know uh, the, the the poses around the world. Um, would you say they are set um, acro yoga poses that uh, you kind of have to do to be an acroyogi, or is it uh, do as you
1: please? Uh, I, I, no, I, I would not say there's poses you have to do because the reality is um, everyone is going to come into acroyoga Yoga from a different level, different background. And so to say that there's these certain poses that you have to do, it might not really make sense for all people, mm. right? Mm. Now, there are certain poses and let's say some movements that are, you might call... Uh, you know, like basic poses, uh, standard sort of poses that uh, a lot of people are probably going to start doing, mm. you know, when, when they sort of start acro, but it's not like mm. something you have to do. Um, mm. I wouldn't think of it this way. Um, there's, depending on your goals and, and, you know, what you want to progress to, uh, then from a personal standpoint, you will have uh, probably certain poses and things that you do want to achieve. As you progress, but I think that's going to be more of a personal thing, uh, mm-hmm. depending on your own goals what you want to achieve um, that sort of that sort of thing.
0: True, I think, especially when you do it a lot, it's always tricky to articulate. <laughs> um, exactly is what it is you're doing because it's, it's just such an interesting combination of strength and flexibility and communicating with people connecting with people and. You could almost write a, a you know a page description of what is acro yoga exactly. I mean, it's a lot of things, eh? Exactly.
1: It's hard. It's hard to it's hard to put into words, yeah. right? It, it's definitely very hard to put into words. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, it's got elements of dance. You know? <laughs> it's got elements of yoga. It's got elements of um, yeah, yeah, a little bit of everything. I know um, right. uh, Victor, uh, Victor the acro machine. When he was asked to describe it, he said he just calls it acro because when you now mention yoga, you're thinking of chakras and breathing exercises. And, right,
1: right, right, right. Um,
0: yoga, yoga doesn't um, exactly doesn't have flows. It's uh, just set positions, and um, yeah, he was just like yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's very true, and you will definitely meet some people who you know they they really don't maybe they don't mm-hmm. like the term acro yoga mm-hmm. but again this is going to come down to you know what your sort of how you are approaching the practice right because you can definitely find people who are doing acro yoga as more of a bridge between yoga and partner mm-hmm. yoga partner acrobatics mm-hmm. right where they are focused more on the poses and things like mm-hmm. that um, but at the same time, just as we mentioned earlier, there are plenty of people who they they don't they don't do they, they don't think of any kind of connection between yoga and acro yoga, yeah. right? Not like uh, yoga. You're doing more dynamic things, uh, much closer to what you would call acrobatics, mm. or in some cases, cheer mm. or other things like that. And so, uh, but I mean, the fact is. You know, depending on which source you look at, mm. uh, some people will, uh, uh, you know, a lot of people will c- cite Acroyoga um, International right? mm. or like different organizations that have that started the movement.
2: Mm. And,
1: you know, the fact is they started with the word Acroyoga, right? Mm. And so there is some basis in it, in, at least in the origins. But in any case, it really has expanded, right? And so now you do have many different types, some that have very little to do with actual yoga, mm, right? Mm, um, mm. And so it's one of those things, in my opinion, that if you start talking about that, like, okay, is this echo yoga? Should it be called that? This is one of those discussions that could just go on and on and on forever, mm. depending on who you talk to, right? And so you know, my approach to it is, uh, I just try to be flexible, you know, yeah. now personally, I usually call what I do. I usually just call it acro as well. I mm. don't often use acro yoga, but, mm. uh, you know, but at the same time for the group that I you know am a co-leader of, so go acro yoga, we do call it acro yeah. yoga. And, yeah. you know, for us, it's more of a uh, from a practical sort of standpoint, yeah. right? We've got to if call you, it something uh, if. Pe- yeah. well, yeah, and you know if you have uh, people who have never heard of this type of practice mm. and they see acro yoga, they might have, even if it's very limited, they might have some mm. uh, you know uh, image, maybe, totally. right of what that could be. Whereas, yeah. if you just say acro, To some people, this is this has no meaning,
0: Yeah,
1: right? And so, you know, there's different reasons why you why you call it that.
2: Uh
1: You know, know, but it's like I don't personally make a big deal about it. Call it acro, call it acro acro yoga, whatever you want to do. That's fine. Let's just have fun and enjoy the practice. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Very nice. Very nice. Um, Let's talk about the acro terminology um a bit more because that's something i like a lot about it um please could you just run us through some of the terms
1: sure uh well i I would usually start with are the what i call the roles um so roles meaning like the you know jobs if you want to think of that way right so you Mm -hmm. have a base and uh, i think you mentioned before but the base is um depending on which style you're using Mm -hmm. or you're Mm -hmm. doing uh uh, but as like a basic yoga the mm. base would be the person who is um, lying on the ground, mm. and you have a flyer who mm. is the person who is uh, the base is holding up into the you know air, mm. and then you ha- you also have a spotter. The uh, base and the flyer uh, are essentially required to do mm. yoga because mm. it is a partner activity. Mm. The spotter is an optional role. Mm. Uh, it. De- Depending, you know, depending on all kinds of factors, mm. depending on what you know, the level of the people doing it, mm. depending on uh, the difficulty of the the particular pose or movement, um, the the conditions, the environment, all kinds of things, right? So uh, that's going to just really depend on mm. the situation, pretty much. So 100%. base flyer, space, flyer and spotter. Mm. Uh, How about the, L-basing?
0: When we're, tell, tell us what L-basing right. is.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. So um, again, this is one of those uh, words that if you see a picture, yeah, you can make the connection much more mm, easily. Mm. But basically, L-basing—think of it: uh, your back is on the ground, your legs are uh, ninety degrees perpendicular from the ground, and so the shape of your body, yeah, right. Mm, it's mm. it's basically like an L shape Mm, right mm. so your body's here your feet are here Mm. and uh so a lot of the um you can think of this as maybe the traditional sort of acro yoga or uh sort of one of the 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 large sort of uh focuses in acro and acrobatics right Mm. l base Mm. Uh, so you, you know the person is there and uh the fire will be balanced on the person's feet and hands as well, Mm. and that's L-Base. So L-Base is one big area, very, very common one. Uh, You might, you know, the way that I typically think of it is you have L-Base and then you have, let's say uh, like counterbalances, which Mm. might be something with standing or Mm. a lot of different things like that, Mm. Um, counterbalance between, you know, two people. Mm. Um, You can have uh, standing, Mm. acro. Right in that case, there is no L base. You're just mm. standing, and you're holding someone in the air, mm. right? Uh, and within those disciplines, there are even more smaller focuses, such mm. as Icarian. Mm.
2: Um,
1: there's certain. what,
0: what, what is like, Icarian?
1: Yeah, so essentially, Icarian is um, it's uh, the, the base is usually in a L base um, mm. sort of shape. Mm. And it's where we do different kind of, um, pops, tosses, things like that, mm. where the flyer leaves all points of contact with the base goes into there, does something. And then we catch the wow. flyer. So this is a little different than most L-basing where there's usually some point of contact, mm. whether it's the mm. hands or the feet, or some combination of mm. those things. Mm. Right. Mm. And mm. so, um, yeah, Icarian uh, is much more of like an acrobatic type of practice compared to what you might call, you know, basing um, or, or like acri-yoga, right? Mm-hmm. So um, certainly there's going to be a lot of people who say, you know, Icarian is not really acro yoga mm. uh, But again, that's that's going back into that whole thing. What acro acri-yoga? Does this count or not? Mm. Which is an endless debate. <laughs> so. Totally.
2: Totally. Um,
1: but yeah, hopefully that you could get the idea from
0: that. Stunning, stunning. So th- maybe this video is like a sales pitch <laughs> for, uh, for, um, <laughs> yeah. for Acroyoga. Um, I like it all and we can uh, later on, uh, we can also discuss for somebody hoping to get started in this world of Acroyoga, we'll really go into detail about the feelings and the strength and the challenge um, of doing it all. But when did you uh, first start Acro? Maybe first, where did you first see it? And then why did you decide to jump in?
1: Right. So uh, I honestly, I don't know the exact uh, year, but I've been Mm. doing Acro for about five years, Mm. maybe a little bit more. and how did I first see it? Well, I had never seen, heard of Acroyoga at all until mm-hmm. just one day where I saw a picture of it on Facebook. And this was a, a friend of, uh, um, sort of a friend of mine at the time. And by seeing that, also one of my other good friends, which was Simon, you mentioned him yeah. earlier. Uh, he also discovered this at the same you know similar time Mm -hmm. and it was as simple as him inviting me to this sort of yoga practice or uh, sort of casual lesson and you know I I was all about it because Mm. I saw the picture and I said this looks so much fun right Mm -hmm. and you know around that time well for a long time, you know, pretty much my whole life, I would say I've been very active
2: um, Mm. and
1: not just in one particular sport, but in many different things. And especially at that time, I was also, uh, let's say dabbling in handstands and uh, different things like that. And so I saw this and I'm like, wow, I got to try this. And uh, you know, I, I really appreciate Simon for finding that, that, uh, jam practice that we went to because that was the first experience i had
2: right mm. and
1: so uh, that was in tokyo i had never saw yoga or anything where i grew up in the states uh this is my first experience seeing it in tokyo and so we went there and it was where, where was it so much fun uh it was in a, a studio in harajuku oh,
0: at the okay. time do you remember the name of yeah. the studio
1: um I I do, but I'm not okay. sure about the pronunciation because it's okay. pretty pretty. So, uh, so, strange so, so you
0: studio. come out of um Harajuku, so Takeshta Dori, mushroom uh
1: uh-huh.
0: mushroom down lower mushroom street, Takeshta Dori. So uh uh-huh. there's all this Harajuku style, candy floss, crepes, and you're like, ah, acro yoga. I wanna I wanna do that
1: yeah i mean it, it actually was not far from that street oh. uh, right? and you could actually walk down there as maybe mm. i don't know ten minutes ten minutes mm. or something mm. from the station okay. um but but yeah i mean it it was it was a pretty small scale at the time okay. uh the the Akra yoga scene acro scene was not mm. very big at tokyo um mm. and so at the time, at that time. there was yeah, at the time, oh. I mean, there was not many communities, not many groups. Mm. Um, that was one of them, and the the teacher, his name is Kenji, mm. and I I don't know if he's still doing acro right now, but he was at the time. He was doing that, and it was great. I'm not sure I if I met him. He's experience. a
0: former gymnast.
1: Uh I a don't different think Kenji.
0: Okay, maybe I didn't meet him.
1: Okay. I, I'm 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 pretty sure you didn't meet him. Maybe it's a different uh, Kenji. I, I'm, yeah, I think he was not very active at okay. the time when you were, you know, mm. there. I, mm. I'm not sure. Possible, okay. possible. Mm. But yeah, I mean, that was my first experience. And okay, how was, let's that, let's really how go into what?
0: detail on that experience. So you walk in, people are barefoot, and you're like, he's gonna put me into the air. How is this? <laughs> I, I'd really love to know. How did that feel?
1: Yeah. Um. You know, as oddly as it might sound, it really felt like a quite natural thing for me to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though a lot of people do see Akra yoga for the first time and they say, mm-hmm. oh, like they're kind of, wow, like I can't do that or that that looks so hard or all these different emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. But for me, I didn't I honestly didn't feel that I, I felt mm-hmm. this is awesome. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, um, this is so cool. Like I can't wait to do this. And so it was sort of like we got in there. Okay. And, what was the first um, pose he made
0: you do? Or did he start with the, like an explanation?
2: Or
1: we we started with some types of uh it, it was some stretches warm up type of things. We did okay. a little bit of yoga actually. Uh, okay. Sun salutation, I remember that. Okay. And and then his style, he would have certain like skill targets okay. essentially mm. that he would um sort of try to organize everyone into trying to do mm-hmm. uh like you know 10 uh, like 10 um you know uh bird squats and, and 10 uh of these and this and this uh, mm-hmm. to try and keep it simple right now but mm-hmm. but that's kind of how it was and mm-hmm. of course being completely new mm-hmm. we started with the most basic thing i'm pretty sure that was plank okay that plank or bird okay. pose um mm-hmm. which is like you know, ninety-nine percent of people mm, when they mm. start, they're usually starting with these. So I, I, I do. So really he was watch, basing, and he's yeah.
0: like, "You have to fly first. Um,
1: like to be honest, the very first time I was flying, I don't, mm. I don't remember that exact moment. Okay. Um, I, okay I definitely okay. remember the first session. Okay. I remember warming up, and okay. I remember trying some stuff. Uh, that very mm. first one, I, I don't remember clearly, but I do remember a couple things i remember i did backbird mm. and there was and i also remember there was uh, a a woman who mm. was basing me mm. and i remember i was really impressed because yep. uh you know first time doing backbird mm. uh i was not flexible at mm. all mm. my back was super stiff yep you know but i'm i'm at the time i was all excited about it. i'm mm. like yeah mm. let's do this you know yeah. <laughs> and uh you know, and so we try it and you know, my my shape was just ugly, man. Yeah. And it was terrible. Uh um, yeah. you know, uh tr- you know, yeah. trying to bend back and stuff. then blood rushes to yeah. your head
0: and you're like, How do you feel? Oh good, good.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean I mean it was it was sort of that type of oh. thing. But I was really impressed. Um the bass, uh I actually forgot her name, unfortunately, okay. but uh I was really impressed. She was very solid and uh she had a lot of like this confidence. Mm. And uh, so she was uh, yeah, like quite did, experienced. You know? She had been in for a while. Yeah, I mean, relatively speaking, she was very expe- experienced. Okay. But keep in mind, at that time, it is all relative, right? Because yeah. the experience level was still relatively, um, let's let's say, not super advanced. Okay. Uh, just just because of when Akriyoga sort of more or less came to Japan, and mm. you know it just didn't have that much time Mm. to develop. So, Mm. you know, the level is relatively low Mm. for most people. I'm not going to say everyone, right. I don't know, but, but in my experience, um, however, yeah, stable, that was good and, Mm. uh, felt safe and it was a fun experience for sure. Mm. Right. So,
2: Mm. you know,
1: um, yeah. So like, I remember that I, I did a few other, I tried a few other things. I think Mm. I tried couch pose, Mm that first day were you basing flying. or flying i was flying, flying, I, was flying. Okay. I was flying but I, I did base uh but the base was very simple things okay. i think for basing on that first day i was doing bird mm. plank um i think it did like throne and chair mm. uh pose some other things like that um but nothing like really <laughs> no i carry on. on the first day not on the first day yeah no no i carry no i carry. okay okay okay
0: yeah. study <laughs> study um awesome all right so you enter a studio in harajuku you're like all right cool acro wow you took to it like a, a fish took to water how did you now go from there to now you are running a thursday night session with simon so Simon's also i suppose you was also at that class and you're like all right guys this is dope how did you go from there to now thursday night sessions
1: yeah uh well it's quite a journey and before i describe that just one small uh, note basically so soga Yoga now um it's on wednesday nights so that's just a little side note and then also um due to different factors going on right now uh it's it's mostly i'm sort of taking the lead right now um simon is not able to attend all of them so It's sort of Wednesday nights. It's at a park near my home, and mm-hmm. that's kind of how it's being organized these days. But it is still going on. Wow. Uh, just you know, throughout the years, it's sometimes changes dates and uh, you know days and things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's just a little side note there. Uh, well, how we'll... did I go from you know, day one yep. to where I am now? Yeah. It's it's a uh, it's uh, it's a journey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It is a journey, man. Mm-hmm. Uh. But it's been a very fun one. Mm-hmm. So, I I really got hooked on that. and so mm. for me, from from day one, uh, being consistent was pretty much no problem because mm. I I always had the drive and, and interest mm. and mm. motivation to be, you know, basically practicing as much as I could and improving mm. my skill as much as mm. I could along this journey. Uh, It's been a combination of practicing on my own with, I mean, on my own with a few members, practicing in big groups with jams, Mm, mm. going to lessons, especially Mm. in my first six months, first Mm. year, um, I was going to lessons and jams and things like that. Studios, occasionally there were workshops that I joined, right, where we had, um, especially in those, in those days, uh, mm. five years back, four years back, mm. where we had uh, visiting teachers, you know, mm. from abroad. Maybe, maybe every year we had this, uh, uh, maybe five or something, five or six mm. times in a year, we wow. might have some teacher um, come in and they can, you know, teach us some more advanced things. What was so Kenji was the one organizing
0: uh, to bring in these uh, these teachers, or was that particular studio in Harajuku?
1: Well, that the answer to that question mm. it's it's not quite simple because okay. over the years the people organizing different events has changed mm-hmm. um, in different ways. Mm. Early on when I first joined, a lot of the uh, you know visiting teachers in these kind of workshops, these were organized by Acroyoga Japan um, which um, is sort of led by Lisa Nishimura.
0: Mm. Oh, they do and, that large uh, festival in Okinawa?
1: Well, they've done it in a few different locations. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, they, they did have that in Okinawa a couple of years ago. Mm. Um, this year it's in Nagoya. Oh, wow. So at that time, uh, they were organizing some of that. And for Akira Japan, there were also some other Mm. Uh, some other people who are helping Mm. with organizing and things Mm. like that Mm. and in addition um some other you know people who are organizing things uh actually from osaka Mm. someone uh Mm. mark smith Oh, mark smith and yeah he was organizing things even in tokyo Mm. um he would come here and, and make things uh he was doing a lot of that and along with those two main sort of um, uh, you know sides that were mm. putting together these events there were occasionally um, mm. some some smaller things right where mm. other individuals in the community they might have a friend or something that mm. they brought mm. in and mm. so uh, they, you know there are other names probably who, who have been doing that and then I also started organizing workshops as well mm. and that was probably starting about three years ago if i had to guess three and a mm. half years ago something mm. like that
0: and that is the main and, point of uh, acro
1: shift uh no okay. I, I wouldn't say it's the main point it, okay so i mean well i think we probably will need to get into that later to give you an <laughs> oh, answer yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah but um, in, in terms of the, like, your question in the workshops mm. that's how I would describe it there are a few different mm. people it started out one way and over time it sort of shifted mm. uh, in, in terms of who who wanted to organize them uh, organizing workshops at least in Tokyo is not easy and I, I feel <laughs> Tell like me about maybe, it maybe and maybe that's that's the same for all places I'm not sure yeah. but what I can say is from direct experience it is mm. not easy Easy. That mm, is not mm. easy uh, for different reasons, financial reasons, and yes. promoting and finding studios that are, you know, proper uh, locations and, and things like that. Mm. Uh, yeah, but and Japan uh, again, just has a lot sort of, of rules. A
0: eh? whole lot of rules.
1: Yeah, but I mm. mean, that's if we if we go into that, that's sort of getting sidetracked. So. Mm. Um,
0: oh, sidetrack all yeah, the way. Does that answer the question? Um, oh, no. Fantastic. It, it, you opened a, a, a tin of worms and we need to go, go through all of this. So it, it seems from when you first started, um, you always had a passion for fitness and also sharing um, that passion with other people because now with this massive challenge of um, what you have to go through to host a jam and... It's so tough to become a millionaire off of acro yoga. So I don't think that was your goal initially when you were like, all right, cool. I want to get deep into this. And it seems that there's something very special in this uh, world of acro. And that really drove you to really go further and further into it and still do it, um, despite, you know, the crazy times we're in where it, it's, it's one of the it, very, very tough thing to do. It's not government funded. People are just doing it out of you know their hearts. That um, they want to share and teach um, this art form, and um, it seems you 're not the only one you 've mentioned uh, acro Japan and you know the guys who uh, I, I don 't know if I could give them a term if I could call them the um, the ones who really drive the scene are hosting retreats and workshops come here let 's do this I want to incorporate mm-hmm. massage elements. Uh, spiritual side of it um they're really doing some amazing things
2: Mm.
1: yeah i mean maybe you can just say the leaders in the community yeah jam leaders Mm. would be a way to describe that Mm. i suppose
0: Mm -hmm. was Um, that always your plan or did it just just happen gradually
1: so in other words what what has been my motivation to sort of do the classes lessons things like that
0: yeah okay yeah, thinking from when you first started, and now it's like uh, I could call you one of the major driving forces behind the uh, the, the the Tokyo you know acro scene. If um, you know, if I had to call it that, if someone was in Tokyo right now and they're like, "Hey, Tich, I want to get into acro," I'll say, "Okay, go go to his Instagram, <laughs> head in that direction." Uh,
1: yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, th- the first thing I would mention is definitely. There's, there's no way I could possibly take all the credit because mm. there are plenty of really uh, great people in the community, other jam leaders, other event organizers who have put in a lot of time, a lot of energy um, to, to give to the community, try to grow it. So I am just one person. Uh, mm. There are many in here and, and I would never want to say, oh, I did all this <laughs> you know, for myself or something. Yeah. Um, right, that that just would not be right. So mm. there are plenty of other people who've done a lot of stuff. Mm. Now, Big time. why, you know, why have I sort of gone in the direction I have? Mm. What you know, what has motivated me mm. to uh, to start Sogo Acro Yoga and mm. all of these things? Mm. Uh, within I would say within six months of mm. starting Acro Yoga,
2: mm.
1: it was pretty quickly for me. But within that time um my skill I I felt like my skill was not super advanced but one thing I recognized and I don't want to sound um like boastful or something Mm -hmm. that's not what I want to say but but I could recognize that you know I'm pretty good at this actually (laughs) you know in in terms of like doing this safely Mm -hmm. uh doing it as a stable safe practice yep. I felt like okay I, I'm actually pretty good at this it fits pretty well with with how I am my approach to the practice and I think I have something to offer
2: mm. and
1: mm. um there, there's sort of this long story but at the time uh, Simon who also is the co-leader of mm. soko he started uh, to try and make it like a short story. Basically, he started a very small Acro community for himself. Mm. Mm. And I had talked to him around that time. And um, I, I thought, oh, I kind of want to do this as well. Mm. And so mm. what happened is at the very beginning um, of you know my story, within mm. that six months, mm. I ended up having this small community. This was, mm. mm. this was before Sogo Acroyoga. This was before Acro Shift, mm. and I I called my community Acroyoga Plus. Mm. Okay, mm. and I don't know if you know this story. Please, maybe share. not. Maybe mm. maybe not. Okay, so this was pretty early on.
2: Mm. The
1: Acro Yoga slash Acro scene in Tokyo is very small,
2: mm.
1: and the scene that did exist was very very japanese oriented meaning that mm-hmm. it was uh, it was yeah, you know imagine a lesson mm. mostly all japanese mm. only speaking japanese mm. that sort of thing mm. and so what simon both simon and i sort of recognized is that well maybe you know for, we can bring something to the table here right mm. we can mm. bring uh, this the sort of international side to it mm. right these other like lessons or jams that existed uh they welcomed anyone they were not exclusive only japanese something Mm, but mm. it was obvious you know you can imagine right the language Mm, barrier mm. alone
2: Mm.
1: right is is one thing and you know besides that you Mm. it's hard to uh complain about trying to grow the community so there we were we had two different little groups very little in my case i really liked not just um, sort of sharing my, my you know, uh, at the time, not mm. very huge acro vocabulary, but mm. it was it was coming from a very good foundation, right? Mm. So I, I had that foundation when I started, uh, really focused on safety, uh, focused on like being stable and mm. good technique and all these things, mm. Mm. It, it, that was part of it. Now, the reason I call it acro the plus was because I also wanted to create a community feel. So mm. not just like this very strict sort of let's do a lesson, let's learn the mm. skill, mm. and then we finish. But at the time, I also was trying to, um, you know, gather people to do like small pic- picnic mm. type of things. So, right, mm. We would do like a small acro lesson. Mm. And then together, we might we might uh, uh, go into the, the park or if there's like a nearby event, mm. we would go there and sort of hang out and so it was sort of those two parts Mm. um and it was great it was great and then i think it was probably i would say maybe another six months after that i i honestly can't remember but something like that and we both simon and i through different like ways basically we discovered this this fitness community in Mm. tokyo it was called Mm. sogo fitness mm. and um at the time i believe uh we were using the full name suns out guns out mm-hmm. suns out guns out fitness it's a cool name
0: uh, and I, I didn't know the meaning for the is. longest time i thought sogo was an area it, in, in it, tokyo
1: yeah well it's a great name however mm. for japan it's not an ideal name and mm. the reason is mm. you know as you can probably imagine uh, most Japanese who, uh, you know, do not have a very high level of English, mm. if they see that those words, right, sounds out, guns out.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, right? And so, NRA. And so, uh, Gun yoga. Right. And, and so essentially, Sogo, Sogo Fitness, mm. uh, over time, we sort of... Um, uh, sort of tried to walk back from that. We still use it in in like speaking, but yeah. But you know, now if you go to the SoGo Fitness page, it's yeah. just SoGo Fitness, right? We we So-Go. tried to avoid that, just just Make so there's Japanese no misunderstandings. Sounding.
0: Because I think SoGo can also mean general, generally, SoGo, general fitness. Yeah, so. I
1: mean, <laughs> sun
0: out, guns out. Yeah.
1: Right. So uh that's kind of the the little again, oh, wow. again, kind of a tangent, but. But basically, uh, the point is we discovered Soka Fitness and Soka Fitness, uh, just to give you a little background, what is that? Well, it mm. is a, uh, it's a international fitness community is how we describe it. Mm. And it's totally nonprofit, profit completely nonprofit. profit We mm. do not, you know, any of us who are in this community, we do not take any money, not one penny mm.
2: um,
1: for anything we do. And so, we found Sogo, and you know, basically, we met the other leaders who were leading different types of events, mm. like different sort of uh, activities, sports, and things mm. like that.
0: Trail and, running, squats, CrossFit, the whole thing.
1: Well, well, at the time it was very small, so there were mm. not so many different branches of it. Mm. Uh, mm. The sort of since the very beginning, the uh, so the main sort of event, if you want to call that, was uh, boot camp, which is mm. still going on, mm. and essentially these leaders, they came to us, we started talking, we say, Hey, we do so or we do Akra Yoga," mm. and we ended up becoming leaders in the Sogo, uh, fitness community. Nice. And that's, and that's how we started Sogo Akra Yoga mm. as, uh, as joining forces with this great, uh, amazing, uh, fitness community. Mm. And, mm. you know, um, and so, essentially, what happened is uh, because me and Simon have been very good friends, and we we're very good friends at the time, uh, we we basically took it on together, okay. right? And so we sort of joined forces, and mm. the the those smaller communities that we had, we basically sort of slowly migrated those mm. into Sogo mm. Acro Yoga. Mm.
2: Mm.
1: So, and so uh, that happened. Uh, I'm going to say probably, yeah, three, three and a half years, four years ago, something like that. And Sogo uh, Yoga, as I mentioned, just like Sogo Fitness Mm. uh, from day one, it's been completely nonprofit. And so uh, we don't charge anything. We do not accept any donations. Even we don't Mm. take anything from anybody. Uh, And so it is very much, you know you might ask the question what motivated you to do that right Mm, if mm. if you have to use your time your energy to uh you know to make lessons and things like that why would you do it right Mm. and so for all of us who are in the leadership team it's always about creating this community there we go right creating a good community trying to uh you know, help people, right. Improve their lives. I mean, it sounds mm. cheesy, but mm. I think that kind of gets to the core of it, right. Is what we're trying to do. And so from, from the whole time, I mean, there throughout the the journey, throughout the growth of Sogo fitness into mm. its different uh, groups and things. And as you mentioned, now it has expanded. And in addition to Sogo Ecker yoga, there are many other things. Sogo swim, Sogo, um, like bouldering and running and all these different things Mm. but from the from the very beginning and ongoing uh it's always been this this sort of uh, mission or uh, this this sort of shared motivation Mm. between Mm. us why do we do it well we do it because of the community right it brings us great joy to to uh to make fitness accessible to people Mm. to especially in a place uh, like Tokyo right where we do have a lot of you know, people from abroad, right, to create a place that is comfortable for everyone, right? Mm. That, you know, we, we try to use both English and Japanese. We're not only trying to use English, right? Mm-hmm. Because we also want to welcome everyone, right? There we go. Whether it's whether it's Japanese, whether it's foreigners, uh, whatever, any age, right? All ages, family-friendly. Mm. We've always tried to do that. And so, you know, that's been a big part of the the sort of, uh, the answer, right, to the motivation. It, it's its being a part of this community, um, trying to build it. And it's, it's, for us leaders, and especially for Acro, as you can imagine, someone like me, who I love Acro Yoga, and I want to continually build my skills, it's also a really great opportunity, right? Mm. I, like, of course, because uh, to develop my teaching skill, right? And <laughs> totally. working with many... D- working with many different peoples of many different levels and different personalities and all this, it's, it's been amazing, you know? So I also Mm. feel, honestly, I I feel very blessed and I feel very grateful for that opportunity. And, you know, Sogo Yoga, it's still going strong and, Mm. uh, we're having a great time. Um, it's, the community is amazing. I mean, it's always shifting and moving around and people coming and going and, and new people and old people. It's, it's pretty interesting. And, you know, how, how we uh, approach the organization of of the event and all these things, but it's still going strong. It's still good. Mm -hmm. Um, So that has, you know, definitely been a big motivation of, of like why I've, you know continually try to uh to do this you know give back uh so share as much as i can mm. uh, and that sort of thing right uh, epic
0: epic epic okay so from here I, I really want to transition to now the flows how do you put together a nice creative challenging and you know beautiful flow what is your what is your your you know your methodology
1: I think it starts with creating a good foundation between you and the person you're working with. Mm. And to do that, um, it's important to, to think of that practice or that flow as not just a physical thing, right? Okay. There's, a, there's a very big mental sort of aspect, emotional aspect to it. And so, you know, this is my opinion, but I, I think it's very important um, to always be thinking about not just the physical technique, Mm. but also trying to understand our partner. Right.
2: Mm. And,
1: uh, and trying to work with our partner in a way where we are helping each other Mm. uh, in a way that we recognize that, uh, that this is a shared practice Mm. Mm. that that I, I also need to learn about my partner and um, where he or she is coming from, right? Mm. What their level is, um, how they are feeling on that day, mm. uh, you know, um, how how much uh, you know energy they have for that day, mm, and, and mm, how their mm, body's feeling, all mm. these things, right? So it's not so much just, okay, so uh let's let's find this pose and this pose and this pose let's put together let's do it. right yeah because because that approach, like let's just do it, mm. uh it it can be fun, mm. right? But is it going to be as you said, this like mm. really nice, lovely, beautiful flow? Mm. Uh maybe, but maybe not. Yeah. And so <laughs> for me for me, for me, it kind of starts there, uh for mm. me personally. It's like trying to uh understand my partner those kind of things right mm-hmm. and you know we we often will do some sort of uh from more of like a standard answer kind of mm-hmm. point of view we'd mm-hmm. probably do some types of warm-ups
2: um
1: okay. some kind of calibration mm-hmm. what we would call it, calibration exercises mm-hmm. uh to to get a feeling of our partners balance hmm. um the sort of how how their their balance of their weight is and um understanding the where they want to hands. go
0: in a flow what makes them feel happy about acro i think yeah that connecting element you're describing it very well
1: yeah so i i mean it's it's kind of starting there and then you know from there it's trying to figure out okay well what's what what do we want to do right Mm -hmm. do we just want to play right Mm -hmm. do we just want to play and kind of uh not worry too much about Mm -hmm. doing this like flow exactly Mm -hmm. or do we have this goal today where yeah we oh there's this um there's this movement we're working on it how can we how can we do this successfully Mm -hmm. how can Mm -hmm. we get from here to there and accomplish this right and so Mm -hmm. we might have some uh depending on the day the situation we might Mm -hmm. take it in that way we might take it in the more let's just kind of play and have fun sort of way Mm, but mm. in any case for me i always want to uh i I want to be very mindful Mm. of what i'm doing
2: Mm. which is
1: very important for me i don't want to just be physical use my muscle you know (laughs) i I want to be mindful i i i want to figure out um how can i adjust to my fire, mm. if I'm based, mm. how can I make it comfortable for them? What are they what are they um, what's in their level that they're not going to feel scared, right, mm. like, or, or too worried, right? Mm. So that's making it comfortable, right? For me, mm. that's really important. And
2: mm.
1: in my experience, if I can find that and how do we do that from communication, right, mm. and communication, and understanding and empathy, uh, these kind of things then we that's how we find this this sort of uh balance between mm.
2: uh
1: finding something that's that's really nice but also something that's safe and if we can if we can connect those things right something that's fun but also safe and comfortable then we can make this really nice beautiful flow right mm. or mm. do these nice movements in in a nice way right mm. um, otherwise it feels forced yeah. right or someone can injure themselves or you know oh, you can no. have some other bad, oh, bad no. yeah. outcome yeah. right so uh, yeah that's that's really important uh for me it's it's True. not just the physical it's also the the mental it's the mindfulness mm. um in terms of how you approach it
2: mm. right
1: and that's it's... always been important for me
0: nice nice uh, i I've, I've got a very silly story to uh share so uh one time okay. i went to a uh, jam uh, so it was after Tokyo, and I went to a jam, and, you know, we've had uh, I think about four uh, yogis uh, in the park. And then we all look at each other, and we're like, let's do yoga. I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do acro yoga. Nobody brought a mat. I'm like, oh, okay, okay. no one's got a mat. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Then I'm like, what flow do you guys want to do? And we all just stare at each other, and we're like, I don't know. What flow do you want to do? And... So much time was being wasted and not having that Mm -hmm. feeling of leadership. And then I realized I got a bit spoiled by attending your ACRO sessions uh, when it was not Thursday, and that's on Wednesday, but going there and we were adequately challenged. We had a good flow already planned, already being shown the technique. When you're out in the wild, I'm just calling it the wild. Yeah, you have to be prepared before each session. You already have to know the technique. And especially with a lot of flyers, they expect the base to lead. And yoga is such an important exercise in leadership. As you said, not too authoritative. You do what I tell you, but being able to read people and know, okay, what's your background? You've never done any sort of exercise before. Okay. I think you could be adequately challenged by doing this flow. And it's so important, as you said, as the base to you can't throw them into the deep end initially because at the moment they're all super enthusiastic i can do anything ah then injury happens and you have to be just fun enough not to the point of horseplay because then again injury happens and really guiding people um you almost have to be like the captain of like a a, of a small boat and you have to kind of lead people around. Right. After that experience, I'm right. like, how does Daniel actually do this? Does he to do, you, do you normally prepare your flows before the jam and find the technique, then you go? Because, wow, that was terrible, eh? Hey? And then people lose faith in the whole jam when they're like, oh, wait, this bass doesn't actually know what he's doing. And <laughs> then the flyers won't want to fly with you. And then, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I really have to speak to you and find out. So before each jam in your Yogi, how did you prepare a good flow that the flyers would like? What was your how, how did you do it?
1: Uh, okay, well, there's let's see, there's a lot to to get into. Mm, yeah. Um, on this, yeah, I'm I'm so sorry, part. I'm taking up so, so much
0: time. It's just I was like, you'd be the no, perfect no, person no, to okay. ask these questions. That especially for a lot of people who never tried acro yoga, you're gonna find yourself in those situations where the flyers are so what are we gonna do? I don't
2: not, know, not at what all. No, i, I I'm,
1: Not at all. I'm really, uh, it's, it's great. It's great to talk about these Mm. things. So, um, not at all, man, you don't need to worry. Mm. So let's see. Uh, yeah, a a few things. Well, one thing just to kind of go back to your story. Mm. What I would say is, you know, when people are in that situation, right. Where you, let's say there is no like jam leader Mm. or teacher or something. Mm. Right. And you have people, maybe they're a bit shy. Mm. Right. So one approach is relatively simple, I think. You start with a question, you say, Hey, okay, well, what's your experience? Like what mm-hmm. kind of things have you done before? Mm-hmm. And maybe they don't remember the names, right? If they're a beginner, you say, okay, well, have you done bird? And so you can ask, and maybe just by hearing, oh yeah, yeah, I did that. I did that. Mm-hmm. Okay, what about uh, you know throne or something or backbird? Right. And so you can ask, you can you can sort of start this discussion and they say, "Oh, I've done those things." Okay, well, let's start there, guys. Mm. Let's. Why don't we? We can so do this warm up. We can get a feeling for it and take it from there, right? Mm. And then one way you can expand from that is uh, there's different variations you, you can often do, right? Which are small variations that make it a little bit new, but at the same time, within the realm of possibility to mm. do safely. Mm. You can also try things like. Uh, connecting right so if you know oh I know bird oh I know throne okay can we connect them right can we go from bird to throne oh yeah okay well let's let's work on that let's work on that transition right or you say well I I know side star and I know star okay how do we go from side star to star right can we do that and so it's a way that even if you don't know some long flow or certain washing machines, mm. there's always something you can do, right, with mm. almost any level of people. Mm. And, you know, okay, so, so maybe some people are thinking, is that going to be fun, though, right? Mm. Uh, just doing bird, just doing easy things. Well, I mean, that depends on how, you, how your outlook is on it, right? Mm. Mm. Now, if you have this perspective, like, I need to be doing the most advanced things ever or else it's not fun then I'm not sure if yoga is ideal for, <laughs> for, for you, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, that fair enough. Like, I, I try not to judge. Like, people can mm-hmm. have any motivation they want. But, um, you know, but it, it, I, I think there's something to be said about the basics, mm-hmm. honestly, right? Even if you have people, like, in your story where maybe you don't have a lot of experience, I, I think there's still a lot of good and fun that can be had. From the most basic things Mm. right and so for me even if you know even though my level is relatively high I would say Mm. now I still feel a lot of fun working with complete beginners Mm. even though it's I'm doing bird even though Mm. I'm doing chair Mm. because I always see it as a way to uh, I always try to look at it as a way of like fun both Mm. in the sense that I can bring joy to this person but also for myself, right? I can mm. say, well, this is a great, this is a, a wonderful opportunity for me to try and be a little bit more stable,
2: mm. right?
1: Mm. And, and uh, from, I've never worked with someone with this specific kind of personality. So mm. this is a good mm. chance, right? Mm. Or this person is like really, really nervous, right? It's a good chance for me. It's a learning experience, right? Mm. And so mm. there's always something I can find no matter what the level is or no matter how shy the people are right i think this comes down to being patient patient yeah. which is like extremely important i think especially for a like a leader yeah um being patient and being welcoming and caring and and having empathy so that's just something i wanted to mention about your situation mm. right mm-hmm. where where if people are in that case don't be afraid uh to go to the basics absolute yeah. basics there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that right and you mm. can still have a lot of fun doing it so mm. That's the that first thing I'd mention. To the second part, I think mm. of your question: mm.
2: um,
1: How did I approach, you know, uh, uh, preparing flows and yeah. things like that for Soga Acro Yoga, mm. right? So, uh, if anyone's listening and they are curious, mm. uh, just a little context. Oh yes, so, yes. so Soga Acro Yoga. So Soga Acro our what I would call it is a session. Mm. Uh, is the best way I would describe it as Mm. Sogo Acroyoga Sessions, right? Mm. Used to be Thursdays, now Wednesdays. Well, traditionally, traditionally what we would do is we would start by um, everyone introducing themselves. Sometimes I would ask people to say something, like Mm. it could change every time, just so we sort of uh, break the ice a little bit and Mm. welcome new people so they don't feel like too nervous about joining. I really like doing this. Um, Mm. I try to do it. Right now, it's a little bit different situation. Maybe we'll get into that. But Mm. that's kind of how we started. Then we would do uh, basically, uh, like, we would, in most cases, we would do two lessons. Like, we would split into two groups. So one Mm. group would be the, like, first-timer slash maybe beginner, like, Mm. second time sort of thing. Mm. And then we'd have another group that was more of the intermediate. And Mm. so when you're talking about the flows and things, uh, this was not for the beginners so much, this is more for like the, what we would call the intermediate group, mm, right? Mm. So there's sort of two things I would have to say about it. For the beginners, uh, there are, you know, over time, there's certain uh, drills or warmups and things like that, that I found to be quite, pretty useful. Mm. However, it does change depending on everything, the situation, yeah. how many people are there, yeah. all these things. Um, so, in terms of like the first timer lesson, I don't really need to prepare something because mm. I sort of have uh, some rough template mm, that I can mm. use. That's mm. that's useful. Now, for the intermediate side, it's much more complicated. There's not yeah. really a, a a quick answer I can give you because there's so many factors. There we go. Right when you are thinking when you are thinking about what kind of uh, you know what's something yeah. that's going to be fun for everyone that is challenging but also safe there we go answering that is very very difficult (laughs) it's incredibly difficult in my opinion
2: Mm, now
1: mm. uh at the at the time when we were doing this format which we're not now I'll Mm. get into that but at the time when we were doing this format uh as as a co-leader between Mm. me and you know Simon Mm. we would switch right so one week I would do like beginner lesson Simon did intermediate the next Mm. week next time we switch Mm. switch and so that way uh both not only for me and him but also the community we would get like you would have a different experience right Mm, mm, mm. so Simon has his own approach and uh I'm not really in a I don't think it would really be fair for me to like you know try to explain how his approach is I think Mm. you know it's I his way want him to say that yeah, 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 so what so what I'll say is I can say my way, which is yeah. my way it, it's i I will sacrifice like excitement for mm. safety there we if, go if that's necessary, if that's mm-hmm. necessary, so when I'm thinking about what I can teach uh i'm I'm definitely thinking about safety first mm. and and not safety and also skill building, mm. like foundation skill building because there we go uh because especially with the Sogo aryca community mm. you you had and still have a lot of people who join from a place of like like a, a casual sense of a practice mm. right where they a lot of people are not going to be as hardcore as me for example where yeah. I, I want to train and I want to really focus on like all these details yeah. you have a lot of people who come and, they don't they don't want they don't want to Mm. go that deep into the practice Mm. maybe Mm. uh they've done it a few times and they just kind of want to play right they just they just want to do it yeah right they don't they don't come they don't come for a lecture yeah on how to increase your stability by you know extension they don't want (laughs) that they don't want that so so here's the big challenge because Mm. i want that i Mm. want to teach that right Mm. because because those kind of fundamentals mm. uh, just make, in my opinion, they make the community much stronger, safer, and so you mm. can't really, you can't argue against that, right? Yeah. Let's make the community safer. No. No. Right? You're not gonna have people who <laughs> say that. Yeah. However, however, is there a certain line where it does become, let's say, it's a bit too serious, right?
2: Where mm. people
1: mm. are sort of getting bored, and yeah. yeah yeah, I guess there is, right? So this is kind of a, a long-winded answer to get to this, but how did I long-winded you know, as we need up? to?
0: Yeah, <laughs> this has got to be the deepest talk on acro yoga on YouTube. That is the goal.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so so basically, how did I end up creating these? Well, mm. uh, I would try to think about what most of the members have experience with, mm. or what I believe they have. Mm. Right now it wasn't quite a hundred percent because sometimes we have people, you know, new people joining yeah. who have From around the world, but they, it's there. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. Right. And, and they have experience, but not in our community. Yeah. Right. So I did the best I could to think about, okay, what are some different movements and posts mm. that people have some familiarity with? Mm. And then can I build on those? And also can I add some new things that, uh, they, that they're new, but sort of have some connection to an experience they have, right? And so it's not like something completely out of the blue that they have, they have no idea how to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was always the challenge, like finding that balance between something that was fun and, uh, you know, inspiring for people, but at the same time safe as much as it could be, right? Mm-hmm. You, you can't be 100% here and 100% here.
0: Well, gas no it's breaks. It's not possible,
1: right? Go go go! Yeah. <laughs> and so and so, it's just it's just trying to find a balance that mm. is best for the current community mm. because that community is also changing all the time, mm. right? Mm. And mm. so mm. It, it was always a uh, it, it was always a challenge for me, mm. anyways, because I did think of this quite seriously, um, mm. you know, how to approach it. Um, yeah so I mean does that answer the question
0: totally totally Uh, um were there any noteworthy moments um from those sessions were there any days where you were like wow what a session where maybe you found something new that wasn't there or experienced a breakthrough in a in a in a technique uh so I can also tell you some of the things myself personally that I liked a lot uh, from those sessions so
1: Okay. well, why why don't
0: you start there? uh, You'd always leave there with a good photo, even though I wouldn't even bring my camera. And you just use the cell phone camera. There would always be either a good moment or a good idea. And the nice thing about Acro is also the scalability. So some days you can have a one-on-one with one base, one flyer, or sometimes it can be one base and three flyers. And you're like, oh, boy, you know, Um, again, that feeling of community, you meet so many interesting Uh, like-minded characters, yogis, fitness people, just passing through. I heard there was an acro yoga session. They're like, oh, really? So uh, the networking was uh, really good. I also like that the studio we use had um, those really thick gymnastic mats. So as you said, that focus on safety. And as a beginner, if you can find a place with, especially a gymnastics area, I'd recommend starting there before moving to the grass and going, you know, super hardcore and just getting exposure to different thinking and different techniques. So when I saw you going for the Icarian, I'd seen it on Instagram, but seeing it live happening and seeing somebody make that transition from not really knowing it to knowing it a bit better to really sticking it and seeing that process happening, for me, was like very, very eye-opening and really like, oh, okay, what if we change this and change that, so. I had lots of noteworthy days. So I kept, kept coming back. It, it, the, the moves are nice, but I came just to vibe uh, with, with, yeah, the, yeah. With, with the people. And then we talk restaurants. What are we doing after? And even though I've worked the next day,
1: yeah, let's do something. Doesn't matter. Keep it going. For sure. For sure. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I would say uh, a, a couple of things, right? Mm-hmm. That kind of stand out mm-hmm. from the, the Sogo acrioga mm-hmm. experience. One of the the most uh, sort of fulfilling Mm. things that I received from doing it was uh, despite a lot of people being really shy and not really Mm. always opening up about it there there were some some cases right where people would reach out to me it might be by message or maybe they would talk to me like after the lesson or Mm. something and just show this like gratitude Right, mm-hmm. they say, "Wow, that was such a fun, amazing experience, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was so much fun." I mm-hmm. I would never have done that mm-hmm. if I if I never knew about Sogo Acro I would never have tried because mm-hmm. you know I had people who said that they were afraid to join other communities because they felt the other communities were too. They, they felt like the uh, uh, sort of entry barrier was too high for them or they felt like it was too much um you know for for some people who didn't speak japanese right they're afraid mm. to join because of that mm. or or just different things right yeah. but, oh, I but it, if, if i could just me. add something
0: i noticed about you is you are a good communicator in that you don't always push just to reply it's more you make the effort to give people the answer they're looking for so a lot of the time, when somebody had a question about a technique, you would really em- emphasize with them about what it is they were looking for, whether it's foot placement, how you put the ball of your foot to the hip to find the correct balancing uh, mm-hmm. point for that. And interacting with you really showed me a lot of depth that was in acro yoga that a lot of the time you don't see uh, at the surface level. And just a, that thing of communication skills, I learned a lot about communication skills from acro yoga. I used to just just answer, but now I'm like, you really have to know where the person is coming from and give them the information that they want in a very specific way as well. Eh? Um, mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Building yeah. up people's confidence. Sometimes I never knew about that. You know, it's a very big you know exercise uh, I mean, on relating to people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, th- This is another huge topic that Mm -hmm. we could get into, but Mm -hmm. uh, I I do wanna just like, just to kind of finish up what I was Mm -hmm. gonna say Mm -hmm. about the moments, right? That were really Mm -hmm. uh, uh, important for me. Mm -hmm. Well, those moments, right? When the people gave me some feedback and they said, Mm -hmm. this is a great experience and uh, I'm so happy I tried, Mm -hmm. right? And then also just the, um, not even just the Acro, but the community, like- There we go. it's It's amazing to build a community where you have people who are smiling, right, mm, and laughing, mm, and they're just having mm. such a good time, and they're making friends, mm. right, like real you know, people <laughs> who made really good people who made really good friendships through mm. the community. And they uh, maybe in any other context it would be very difficult for them mm. to open up to some people, but for some reason through acro they were able to sort of break through, right? So you mm. had uh, people like that, and if i think about our let's say our anniversary mm. jams mm. right where we do i would we would typically try to make some sort of special event right mm. like mm. a little like a mini performance thing mm. or like mm. uh we typically try to make some kind of games and things mm. like that mm. and you just saw so many people having a great time and, and laughing and smiling and this is really especially for sogo specifically especially for sogo fitness and Soga Acro yoga Mm. it is all about community Mm. before anything else really i mean even though yes fitness we want to get in shape but Mm. that that's a part of it right but but our sort of our ultimate goal is let's bring people together Mm. let's let's you know promote happiness and people Mm. you Mm. know um you know caring for each other meeting people laughing smiling right and so that's kind of probably how I, i would answer the question Know those mm. two things, the uh, the personal feedback I got, and also just seeing the community grow and build and, and things like that. Um, yeah, Does
0: that, that was that was uh, that was outstanding. I need to give you a big thank you for joining me, uh, uh, for these lovely Zoom conversations. Um, sometimes it feels like an entire year boils down to one really good conversation uh, that you've been looking for. Um, it's my pleasure. My yeah, pleasure. On, on that note. Um, I think um I think I think we'll we'll we'll, we'll pause it here I will not say end it we'll pause it here there's still a lot of questions but we could go online. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: we, yeah um, I, I could I could honestly mm, mm, mm,
2: So
1: mm, mm. uh okay. any, anytime you know we can we can do it again for sure
0: <sighs> Definitely definitely next uh, you. when you're landing double icarians you know Daniel. Daniel. we need to talk about that we need to talk about
1: it. Double do, icarians do do I don't know what yeah. that is I don't so know what that is. Uh, So you flip them two front flips
0: So you and she'll flip twice. So double double
2: uh, flip. Double flip.
1: Double flip
0: by okay. No hands. Just... With one leg. Yeah, that could.
2: Uh... All right. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see.
0: That could, that could hopefully be the future of the scene. OK, um, so thanks, everyone. <laughs> if you want to find the SoGo Acro sessions, if you want to connect to Daniel, I'm going to put all the links uh, below. And if anyone has any questions about yoga, I'll try my best to answer them within my ability. Um, uh, please comment below, and uh, yeah, I know the conversation seemed really intense, but don't be intimidated to start. Um, yeah, I think that's the only thing I've left to add.
1: Uh, yeah, just to, just to you know, mention on that last point, I'm glad you mentioned it. Definitely, uh, even if people feel like this is intimidating, acroyoga, mm-hmm. uh, I always always tell people that you know almost anyone. Mm. can do acri yoga at some level mm. now it doesn't mean it's going to be the super advanced level right mm. but there are plenty of things that you know that are accessible to anyone. so yes don't be afraid to try it please do uh just do safely and in, mm. in mindfully right mm. Is, mm. is the key
0: all the way all the way okay and i think we'll end it there